0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I select Aiden Hutchison, defensive end Michigan. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.
1: Welcome back BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. Looking forward to NFL futures here. It's never too early to jump on those. Joining us right now to talk some futures in the NFL, Simon Hunter of the Action Network, the favorites podcast on the Volume Podcast Network. Simon, welcome back to the show. And We played Jim with Aiden Hutchinson because I did hear you last week on your podcast talking about the Lions and your futures on them. They're an intriguing team. I think they're going to be a team people start jumping on and really – uh, being a fan of when we get to Hard Knocks this summer. But just off of last year, they covered in a lot of games. They add Hutchinson, pretty good offseason, Jamison Williams. Uh, wh- where are you on this Lions team? I know you're in on some futures with Detroit here.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely think the, it, it's it's a team that I know the nerds are going to be on. If anyone that's a kind of a nerdy guy that looks at the numbers of football, they're going to get on this Lions team. It's just it's a nerds team. That's what I keep thinking about when I think about the Lions, just because those nerds like me, they like, I like O-line, I like D-line. And Detroit, that's really what they're building out. They're building out one of the best O-lines, one of the best D-lines in all of football. So I kind of knew coming into this year they were going to get a little bit of hype after mm-hmm. the draft, which they did really well. I mean, they, they filled out, you know, the D N position. They got, in my my mind, the best wide receiver. Uh, it's a little scary, obviously, because you're betting on Jared Goff. But then the schedule came out and you saw that they have arguably one of the easiest schedules in all of football. And that's another reason why I think the nerds and the general public are going to come in on this Lions team where it's like, OK, now we have a good schedule. We have what we look at as a, not that the division's in flux here, but we know Green Bay is not going to be as good as they were last year, right? They We expect them to take a step back. We expect Aaron Rodgers to be another year older. So for me, like you just said, the Lions had so many close games last year that if they just flipped a couple of those games and another year of experience with this team it just feels like it's too high to be plus 900 to win this division where to me they're closer to plus 600 plus 500 to win this division
0: i definitely think you're right about the general public they're going to be on hard knocks and people are going to fall in love with campbell if that hasn't happened already there are some sports books reporting that they're getting three times the bets on Campbell as anybody else in the entire NFL for the coach of the year award. So are any concern that they are going to be the A1 buzzy team going into the season and a bunch of people are going to be taking shots on the Lions and all sorts of futures?
2: Not at all, because this is honestly, when you make bets at this time of year, you're make, you're basically doing bets to hedge out of. So... To me, that even plays more into it. I didn't even know they have gotten hard knocks. So that's even more of a reason to take them now. When the public comes in heavier on them, they'll be able to get better odds on Green Bay, whoever you think is going to win this division. So to me, it's honestly just a play on just the numbers where I like them as a team, but I also like, like you just said, I kind of felt like the public was going to like this team coming in just because, you know, they're kind of been hyped up a little bit this offseason compared to other teams. So that That's actually really interesting. You can get good, even better value knowing that they're going to be on hard nuts because, like you said, once August comes, people are really going to start betting this team.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm a big nerd, and I love the Lions, so I'm all about it. Now, a team that I was high on, and I am embarrassed for it. Joe O trash trashed me all season long. The <laughs> Arizona Cardinals. I'm out this time around. I am not betting on them. They are not worth the risk to me, but I'm curious what your thoughts are.
2: Yeah, definitely weird Juju with them this off season with the whole Kyler thing. Um, now we now we know that you know Hopkins is gonna be out at least six games. So it, I, I'm with you about that, but I'm still I'm still gonna drink the Kool Aid just because they have the talent on that team. Like I know that you know they fell apart last year, and that's kind of been their history It's falling apart in December and late November. But just on paper, this team there's not that much difference between them, the Rams and the Forty ers and Coming in this season, I honestly, I, I probably will end up taking, like, putting more money on the Rams just because I've seen their schedule. I've kind of seen how it's laid out for them. They really don't have that challenging of a year this year in the NFC. So to me, it's still the Rams are the best, but the difference between the San Fran and the, the, uh, the Cardinals is not that different, especially if it's Trey Lance that's going to start for the 49ers. I really feel like the Cardinals and the 49ers should be exact same odds for that division, but right now, you're getting good value on the Cardinals just because no one really wants to bet them.
1: Hunter, the Action Network joining us here. Simon, you mentioned a few minutes ago the Lions' schedule. Now it plays into why you like them. Schedule came out last week. What, what did you notice? What, what were your takeaways? And, and does it impact the way you will bet on some of these futures? I mean, I always look short week road games. I know the Eagles are one of the teams that have three straight road games. Like little little things in there, you kind of pick out. What did you take away from the schedule last week? And, and it, did it impact any futures you might put down or maybe stay away from?
2: So you got to love the schedule for Eagles, right? I mean, that we was- do. It's pretty good, honestly, what the Eagles got. I think a lot of guys have them rated, I think, second or third best, like, easiest schedule this upcoming season, which, you know, as a playing part that we're in a division with the Giants and the Washington football team. But I'm, I'm looking at the Eagles that I think they got a really good schedule. Uh, I try not to play too much in the schedule, but you also want to look at what are the travel dates? How many teams are you playing off of buys? Like, that stuff is actually important. And, again, that's we go back to Lions. The Lions aren't playing a single team off of a buy. They don't have a single team they're playing this year that has more rest than they do. Like, it's just there's certain teams that works out for, like Pittsburgh. Again, no one has any faith in Pittsburgh this year. They have the least amount of miles traveled this upcoming season. They never travel West Coast, they're entirely East Coast the entire season. So, little things like that you're looking at where the Seahawks, who I bet actually have the worst record in all football this upcoming season, they travel the most by far. Like, they're traveling all around the world for a game this year. I think they got a game in Germany. So it, it's it's definitely something I look at, but we talk all the time. It's May. You have no idea who's going to be hurt, who's going to be healthy later in the season, but when you're, when you're betting these futures, you're trying to bet off the information you have at hand, and it's definitely important to look at schedule and matchups because it, it is a big deal. Like Certain teams that are resting short week playing teams on longer rest later in the season, we all know that's a huge deal of football. So those are definitely something I'm paying attention to while betting.
0: We're talking about a lot of teams in the NFC, maybe because it's uh, more wide open and not as challenging at the very top. What are you thinking, uh, AFC, a- any futures that you're taking a
2: close look at? Yeah, I feel like you just nailed it there. Though. The NFC, that's where the value is going to be this year. It- it's, okay. it's like these Eagles, these Lions, these teams that you know, they have some good momentum. They could make a good run you know, all I have to get through is Brady, which I know is a big task and Stafford, but you look at the AFC, it's like never any good quarterbacks. We got Mahomes, we got Herbert, we got Russell Wilson, we got Carr all in one division. Like, it's just, it's really tough trying to get behind this AFC, but if I'm looking at really good long shots with the best value, I tend to go to the AFC South just because no one cares about that division. It's like the ugly division, you know, no one really wants to bet on the AFC South. So, I've actually put a decent amount of money on this Jaguars team just in the sense that I've seen Trevor Lawrence be great. I've seen him really do things that maybe four or five quarterbacks in the history of the NFL can do. So to me, Doug Pearson going in there, you know, fix him. They've really put an emphasis on building that defense out and building the offensive line out. I I love what the Jaguars have done. So if if I'm looking at best value right now in the AFC, a team that could be like the Bengals last year, which, you know, they were what? 150-1 to to win Super Bowl coming into last year. That's the kind of thing I'm looking at the Jaguars. It's a team that's a second-year quarterback with a lot of upside.
3: What about some of the awards? Are there any futures that you have uh, maybe where there's still value that you really like?
2: That that stuff is really hard with the awards. Um, it's, It's certain things where you're looking at value where, say you like the Eagles to make a nice run. You could look at Hertz for the, for being MVP instead of just taking Eagles because you're gonna get better odds on taking an MVP. And we know if the Eagles are gonna have a great season, it's gonna be because of Hertz running that offense. And we've seen time and time again these quarterbacks that can run the ball, you know, like Lamar Jackson. If Hertz can somehow throw for 45 touchdowns and run for 20 touchdowns, he'll he'll guarantee you He's gonna get that MVP trophy. And we know that this Eagles offense is really gonna be built around him. So. If I'm looking at MVP awards, that's that's a good high candidate that he's still pretty low in the value-wise of guys aren't really betting him. Like, you know, the usual suspects, the top guys, Brady, the Staffords, the Mahomes, that's who people bet on MVP. And if you're looking at for offensive player, I actually don't go quarterback. I actually like going, you know, wide receiver, running back, because you get such better odds. And, you know, Cooper Cup, I, I don't see a reason why he won't be as good this year as he was last year. You know, they... They don't have uh, Odell anymore, Robert Woods, right? It's mm-hmm. it's kind of Cooper Cup show, and we've seen teams triple-team him. He still gets the catches. So if you're looking at a good value, I've seen, I've seen him at 25-1, to 30-1. to 1 For offensive player of the year, I, I actually like that value on Cooper Cup.
1: Simon, so, mean, what's your feeling on the Browns? And, and how to, to bet this, considering the still uncertainty around Deshaun Watson, it sounds like we might get something soon here, uh, a resolution on a suspension or not. They're a four-point favorite week one at – Carolina, that felt like a line to us that maybe means Deshaun Watson's not going to play because I think they're a bigger favorite if he plays. And then um, it's basically three-way even in terms of the odds for the AFC North with them, the Ravens, and the Bengals. Well, what are you doing with the Browns considering the uncertainty around Watson?
2: Yeah, it's all bizarre, right? And it's he thinks he's going to get suspended. I mean, we saw the contract. like, his, It's like a one-year, one-year thing this year where he some a million dollars. So if he gets suspended you know, for the whole season, he's only going to lose a million bucks. Like they, they, they kind of, I feel like they hedged their own bet. This, this to show Watson camp, they, they don't know either. And when I'm looking at everything I read, it feels like he's not going to get suspended again. I could be wrong. Maybe he will get two or four games, but the NFL has done an investigation and it seems like the more stuff you read, the more you hear from other professionals out in Vegas is that they hear that he's not getting any time and they love the Browns. I can't get behind it. I, I do think it's a big deal. This guy missed the whole season. I think it'll take a year to get into rhythm, but it's hard to deny. I mean, the guy's talent, like before he left, he was a top seven, top eight guy in my system. His worth What he's worth to his team on the spread. So there's no, de- no denying that, you know, the Browns, they might have sold their soul to get this guy, but he's obviously worth it. Like in two, three years, this is all gone. They have a top five quarterback. It was a great move for the Browns, but this year, staying away from the Browns on everything. I'm, I'm on the Ravens for that division. That's my big bet coming out of that division.
0: No doubt, it no feels like we lost a lot of value team. there because uh, the top three teams are all two to one at the moment. Simon, which uh, which other teams are you fading? Going hard under on the win total? Maybe you felt they were lucky last year, or there's no way they're going to repeat that performance.
2: Yeah, it's it's funny. We're usually, um, I would say, I have more confidence betting some of these really good teams under, but I think the books are still trying to figure out how to handle this. Know 17 games played. We saw last year a lot of these big favorites. They hit their 10 and a half. They hit their 11 and a half mark with these kind of games end of the season. That you know some of these bad teams didn't really care about week 15, 16. And then you know we saw it was a crazy thing in the final week of the year. I think the Lions won. The Jaguars won. Like all these bad teams won the final week. But I, I honestly, I like the Texans over. I like the Lions over. And I bet the Jets under. Uh, I've been doing multiple sports books here in New Jersey, and we've kind of have. A game and a half, a game bump over Vegas books on the Jets right now, just because of the area I live in. There's no way the Jets are hitting over six and a half in their division. It's just you look at their schedule again. I love what they did in the draft. I love the future for this Jets team. They're just so far behind the Patriots, Miami, and the Bills. And you look at they play outside the division, the AFC. It's just not going to be a good year for the Jets. So I love the hype the Jets are getting this year, but. Right now, my biggest bet, the most books I've hit right now is the Jets under. And I'm going to keep betting it because I know that the public's going to keep coming on this Jets team because, I mean, you cannot hear how much hype there is around this team right now. People are drinking the Kool Aid.
3: What is your strategy and preparation like, you know, at this time of the year? Are you mostly chilling? Have you already been breaking down these week one games? You, how many bets do you have already? I'm just curious what it's like for you.
2: Honestly, there's not that much. I mean, because I'm in media, I guess there's a lot more. We're like clients. Most of us have already bet a lot of the futures, and then we'll do a couple more bets right after the draft. And then, you know, the week one when the lines came out, of course, I'll throw some money on some of these lines, especially if it's key numbers like eight and a half or seven and a half for some of these dogs. But this year is going to be different. Um, I would say I've gotten more money down, but it's just because of how the public has changed sports betting NFL where. There's ten home dogs week one, I believe. i have to look at it again, but I'm almost positive there's ten home dogs for week one. Never in my life have I ever seen that. So mm-hmm. as a professional, I'm looking at my chops knowing how much value there is. So I've done a couple of round robins with I throwing a bunch <laughs> of these guys' money lines together. Um, just because the payout's gonna be insane. You can go through the data and look. The first couple of weeks, there's just so much randomness. I mean last year, just think about last year. Panthers 3-0, Denver 3-0, Neither of them made the playoffs. They weren't good teams. But the first month, all these teams are kind of figuring out their own stuff. These, these bad teams can win games and steal games, and that's where you can find value because people are just betting off last year where the biggest thing you learn in football is the turnover. It's kind of like last year, yeah, it's relevant, but it's really not compared to what these lines are. So, yeah, these big dogs, you know, Houston, I think they're eight and a half, eight point dog. Week 1 mm-hmm. against the Colts with Matt Ryan and his first start for them. I'm taking Houston every time in that matchup. That's a divisional game at home. Week 1, that's a no-brainer. These other games, I actually probably use my system. I need to put the data and put the numbers and see the different teams' schemes to really figure out where the value is. For big lines like that, I can already bet it because I know that's just that's too egregious. That's too big of a line. Yeah, the Colts might be a really good team with Matt Ryan. Are they an 8-point better team than the Houston Texans week 1? No, no, that's... That's way too many points for a week one matchup.
1: I mean, we always appreciate you hopping on, man. Thank you. We'll, t- we'll reach out again and talk soon. Simon Hunter on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for you all from the comfort of privacy your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash Beckql now to get $15 off your first one. That's GetRoman.com slash The Lions hype continues here on Beck They're the nerds team. Love
0: them. We'll get into it. Uh, the big contest was announced this morning and the details there. Like I'm sitting here salivating. I'm thinking about my five. Like I'm ready to narrow it down right now as he's going to base
1: 17th you got to get ready I mean, this is <laughs> no. right around the corner this is Let's right go. around the corner yeah we're less than four months away i think it is right it's september 8th yeah we're less than four months away from yeah. opening a third, kickoff, a third of you know, the
0: year a third yeah. of the calendar
1: year oh <laughs> uh, we're ready you'll be here before you know it joe joe jaron hawksworth becky all daily on the other side a giant baseball slate so that i'll hit that next on the becky all network